0: Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. Full house today. Deli, Kelly, Jeremy.
1: Hey, it's nice, Welcome. nice to see
0: Welcome. you all. Welcome. I think yeah. everybody's name has to
2: end in some Kelly, of... Carolyn, Jeremy, yeah. Andy. Annie, yeah, <laughs> Melindy, Arnicky. Not Arnicky, Melindy. Josh. We'll just call Arnick Nicky? Joshy.
0: Do not call Arnick Nicky and do not tell him I said that. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, fun to, fun to have you here today. We are uh, halfway through our Get Outside of Yourself series. And the uh, first part, first four, we're on mission out outside of our self-mission living. Mm -hmm. And when we have here, we have those eight steps, and uh, that's step five. So step four is connection, small groups, things like that. The idea is to take those small groups and make them missional, and we call it engage, which no one knows what that means, but that is what we're trying to do. We're trying to engage with other people and be a face in their story. So that's step five, and then the next four weeks we're going to go into giving. But uh, Deli and Kelly... Presented on uh, Sunday and it was fun. I got to sit up there with you and talk through some cool things about missions. So, and you were in the audience, so you yeah. got to, you got to experience. So, uh, what was your what was your takeaway, Jeremy, sitting in that space? Because it was kind of interview conversation. It was almost podcast.
1: Yeah, it was very podcasting podcast, podcast, since we're yeah. doing. It. <laughs> I, I was thinking about the there was several things that touched my heart, but one of the interrupting part being willing to be interrupted. Um, and, but most specifically about that, I think you mentioned. You being Delhi? Being, yeah, you being Delhi, because you guys can't see where I'm pointing. <laughs> being willing to interrupt. Uh, and that, in the context of the, the Good Samaritan and the the Levite and the priest, and that ability to be able to say, I'm going to let this need Come come and become a priority to me was a powerful part of that discussion mm-hmm. um, and then the other part the other thing that stands out to me is the the difference that you, Kelly that you talked about about how did you say that um, not really vocational ministry that wasn't the term you used but formal but maybe informal. yeah formal formal versus informal ministry and And of course, making disciples as you are going about, you know, going about your day. That's That's those those things kind of all coming together. That as I'm going, I have this, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I may have this agenda, but I'm willing to let that agenda be interrupted, Uh, and and I'm also willing to interrupt my my own agenda and the people that I encounter with this gospel message Mm -hmm. and uh, thinking about the. The priest and the Levi who had their agenda set that they were unwilling to be inter- unwilling to have interrupted and the Samaritan interrupting his own agenda by serving and and even making a plan to come back and
0: uh, yeah, he was he was invested for sure right yeah <clears throat> picked yeah. up the old boy stopped there you don't know what happens in those scenarios you, you know uh, is someone still around could they jump you you yeah. know he was just he was immediately susceptible yeah. to the same kind of robbery. Uh, and uh, so you put yourself in that place and then the time, and then he took him somewhere and then he paid for it. And then he told him he'd come back and he gave him some extra. Like the, the, that, the guy was this whole series, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mission and giving. He should be, we should have a picture of him up somewhere. Right? <laughs> That's the dude. He did it all. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that, and, and, and my own thinking about my own life and, perspective and this I would say i I don't have a trouble being interrupted like if you if somebody comes to me I don't mind being interrupted but I probably struggle to be to be the interrupter to say I have something important that I want to give and pour into you and so I know I can see myself like standing and seeing the guy who needs help and like if you don't want me to help you, I'm totally okay not and not mm. not uh, interrupting you. Even though I think I have something to give mm. in this situation, and and so in my life, I would say I see the blessing of when the interruption has come, and then being responsive to it. And I can also see the places where I was, I did not have the boldness that would create the interruption that would be a blessing both to me and to the person I interrupted. And so I can see both of those in my life, where I've been blessed because I've been interrupted and where I could see, think I see failure to mm. give what God has given me to interrupt somebody else's life with. Mm. And and so those those tensions, and I think that, again, what was that ministry term? The Informal. Informal, informal, you know, so that the the balance of those two things and how the how all that works together was very stirring mm. for me listening listening to you guys share.
2: I think what um what what you and you just said that it kind of took me to this this example that you've you've mentioned before, Andy and and I think we've had as well of um being at a restaurant. I don't know, it's just the story that came being in a restaurant and noticing our waiter or waitress the demeanor and what's happening, right? And it's you know, they're taking our order and doing all the things and hustling and bustling and that willingness to interrupt and be like, hey, like, we're about to pray. Like, is there anything I can pray for you about right now? You know, as they maybe and you know, and they might leave right. and, yeah. you know, or say no and then come back and pull a seat up and, <laughs> and start to share the thing. But um that I remember you talking specifically about an interaction. I know we've had an interaction, several interactions with people. Um, who they just don't even realize it, like, man, yeah, I am struggling a little bit in this day or in this hustle and bustle of work even, um, but interrupting this little moment, which seem, might, might seem very trivial to us, but can really impact and be uh, light to their day. And, I, and it took me to uh, Jesus pre- or speaking on, at the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes and everything in Matthew, and he said, you are the salt of the earth, and he talks about you are the light of the world. A town built on a built on a hill that cannot be hidden. And I was just thinking about like you don't we don't put light underneath a a, a lampshade, right? We want to we want to let it shine out and be salt and be light, and so that's that's where that interruption I think kind of comes a little bit into play to me, um,
0: yeah. Sometimes we think um, uh, I, I have to as I look at church study church. I, w- like church's product placement, you know, like uh, in a grocery store where (laughs) things are put, you know, and uh, Mm -hmm. in the the checkout aisle and the whatever they call the end units and all Mm -hmm. that stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, that if we get good, uh, good real estate and like plop our church in the right spot, like we have a, we have great traffic here on Mm seventh street, right? I mean, a lot of traffic if we bumped it to the CVS corner, which is why CVS picks that kind of corner, right? Mm-hmm. We were right there. Great traffic. I don't think that's it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's just plop your church there, but our light is inside. Yeah. And you got to come in to see <laughs> the light, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of those, uh I want to say on those moments where you engage a server, uh, we've had people say, yes, in fact, uh, I would love that. And, and speak right to us immediately. Mm-hmm. We've had people say, no, not really, but but thank you, and then take our order, whatever had people walk away, come back, and go, "You know what? Yes, mm-hmm. or let me think about that, walk away, come back. We've had people stop taking our order and sit down in the booth with us mm-hmm. right okay. then,
3: yeah.
0: mm-hmm. um, people emotional, you know mm-hmm. just, uh, and and really, I think the deal for me is um, do I do I obey the prompt mm-hmm. if I feel one and the prompt might be, I see something in their face prompt. Mm-hmm. Uh, as if you're sitting with someone and a tear starts coming down their cheek, you're like, what do you say?
1: Are you,
0: how are you doing? Are you doing okay. Mm-hmm. Well, why do you ask? I don't know. You have a You're crying.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> what, I,
0: mean, I was in some meetings with some people. Uh, this, I recall this last year, I was sitting with people and, and I'd be talking with them and, and, and I'm like, "Are you doing okay?" They're like, "What?" I said, "I don't know, cause you got super emotional right there. You just started talking, and your your eyes watered up, and you just so you can see that. And then also you can see the little the feel, the little prompts in your heart, in your chest, in your mind, that say I should do something like that. So uh, my kids will ask me when that happens, uh, and I do it to model some of that for my own kids. But Emma will often say, "Dad, what 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 was going on for you?" Like when you did that, she's like, "What? What was happening? Were you feeling something? Did you hear something? Did you?" Which I think is fantastic, right? Mm -hmm. She's asking me, "How does that spiritual economy work for you?" Like, Mm -hmm. and I'll tell her. I said, "Well, I don't know. I just kind of felt a a nudge." Or Kelly earlier, what Jeremy was referencing. uh, If folks weren't able to hear the message uh, on Sunday in the presentation, uh, go into all the world, preach the gospel. And, and what you shared with us was uh, the application of as you go into the world, mm-hmm. share the gospel mm-hmm. uh, from Matthew did 28, you, 28 yeah, 20. yeah, 19. Yep. Uh, that's, uh, that's a wonderful reframe.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Not just go, you know, scour the land, but at, more, of a, more of a calming yet a consistent kind of
1: lifestyle as you go. Yeah, it's the the, as you go and we make agendas and make plans and we let that. We should have had a little blank at the end. As you go, we should do that. Like as you go blank,
0: as you go to the store, as you go to the park, as you go out to eat. As as you guys talking about the the restaurant,
1: I don't know if you're familiar with Sidewalk Profits, the song um, Save My Life written by David Fry if you're familiar with David Fry's from Terre Haute mm-hmm. he wrote that as a waiter at Red Lobster thinking about we've met a half a dozen times before we've you know this the the mm-hmm. being able to see people and as i go i see i see you it's a, it's so touching when somebody does that it's like mm-hmm. yeah i did the regular business as i went but Maybe I never really saw you. I never you checked me out at the grocery store, but I never connected with you're created in the image of God, and we share a spirit that interacts with one another, and and that space of spiritual awareness that says, "I, I have life given to me from the heavenly Father that I can then share with you and give with you, and that might open the door to." Who knows what amazing things, mm-hmm. but that's scary I think that that's scary because if, if the other th- this is the other thing as as in the audience I was sitting there thinking the door to wounds mm-hmm. just like the just like the good Samaritan, you are so at risk to be wounded mm-hmm. by being open to that, mm-hmm. and if you've done it very long you will have been you will get wounded from being open to being open and the grace and strength and love that it takes to then I've been wounded and still again Mm -hmm. I'm going to be open Mm -hmm. and Jesus models that really well right
4: yeah it's this idea of um like it's harder than it looks to be um as you are going like disciple Mm -hmm. it's harder because we have to have Jesus's heart in us. We can't just do it on our own, and so that's the prayerful characteristic that we first said, of like how to live missionally. Is you have to be prayerful because if Jesus's heart isn't in you, then you're not gonna really care to ask your waiter to pray for them, or whoever it is that you come across.
2: Yeah, and you're not gonna see them, kind of like what you said. You're not gonna see them as that. This is a child of God right i'm i'm having the eyes of jesus right now and and we've we've talked about this in one of our small groups of not losing touch with the humanity of others right we can totally see others in such a uh, utilitarian transactional way. Yeah, way transactional yes. mm-hmm. way um well that's that same guy who's standing there on the corner with the same sign i see him every single day or this is the same person i Go to Kroger on Sundays, and you know, and see the same person, mm-hmm. and I never look past their name standing there. And so, trying to have that, being able to see them, like see them, like totally notice them, like their name. Notice those are the th- the three things. Notice their name, be noticed, and be known, right? Mm-hmm. Like those those three things is so powerful to
0: keep touch with that humanity. So, I'm thinking about this vulnerability that you're talking about. Mm. And, uh, I do this little simple thing where, um, we talk about vulnerability and trust and such and distance and guarding and safety. And, uh, you know, I am not, uh, when I get close enough to hug you, uh, I'm close enough for you to hurt me
3: Mm
0: -hmm. right now. If I'm distant from you, you can't, you can't hit me. I can put a table between us and I can run and, you can't hit me, but you can't hug me either. Mm-hmm. So that vulnerability, those, those just that's both sides of a quarter. It's the yeah, same yeah. quarter, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about mission. And I'm like, am I on, as you guys are talking, I'm thinking, when I'm in these moments of stepping out in some conversation or engagement, and I know it's gonna be vulnerable, and I know I can get hurt in that. Like, whose mission and am I on here? Am I mm-hmm. on mission to uh, protect myself? Like that's my mission, protect myself. Which I know what that feels like. In the summer, we'd go to the beach. We lived out east. We'd go out to the beach and ocean. And uh, one time it was funny, Melinda was reading the, a book there, sitting, and the kids are little. And she says, Isn't this wonderful? I said, Well, sure, it's wonderful for you because you're sitting there reading a book. I'm on like 24 hour <laughs> life <laughs> patrol here, yeah. worried about the children. You know, I was probably overreacting. Yeah. But I. I wasn't enjoying a second of it Mm. because I was making sure my kids weren't taken out with some undertow, you know? Mm. So what's the mission Mm. and whose, whose mission is it? Like, so I just read something the other day about a soldier and I was thinking about that. Like if I'm a soldier and uh, I'm on mission and then we get to the place, I'm like, you know, I, I don't, I don't. I don't think this is it for me today. Like I'm setting this one out, not like, feeling this mission. Yeah, out. I don't. Yeah, I'm going to protect myself rather than make myself vulnerable. Uh, in the in Second Timothy chapter two, uh, Paul tells Timothy, he says, "Throw yourself into the work." That's hmm. how he opens it up, and then he says, uh, "When the going gets tough, take it on the chin with the rest of us, the way Jesus did." And he makes this statement. He says, "A soldier on duty, a soldier on duty, and are we ever off mission?" So what Kelly brought out is uh, no, mm-hmm. because as we go, wherever, fill in the blank. A soldier on duty doesn't get caught up in making deals at the marketplace. He concentrates on carrying out orders. Mm-hmm. And we also talked about uh, being coerced mm-hmm. to do something, right? Yeah. Like my salvation hangs in the balance if I don't win three people to Jesus this week, right? Mm-hmm. That's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But this idea of I'm his hands and feet, as I go, I can make disciples, I can engage people. Like that's, that's the church, like that's the mission. Taking, the way I would say that is extending his light, which we've talked about, yeah. a light on the hill. Another way I deeply value it is that he, Jesus, was given all power in heaven and earth. But he doesn't have dominion over everything yet. Mm-hmm. Not yet. He even said. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. Now that could mean his own resurrection, but still a lot of people die, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea of he has all power, all authority, and the church is exercising the dominion of his power and extending it to people. And it doesn't have to be storm the house, shoot everybody, scorched earth, burn things, blow stuff up. That's not at all. That's not his way. His way is extending, like infiltrating everything with love yeah. and infiltrating and it with...
2: Surface and, yeah, kindness. Yes, yes.
0: exactly right. Yeah. right. So, so the concept remains the same that when uh, Augustus becomes the Caesar and he, it takes him two years before he comes back in to Rome and is, is crowned as such. Mm-hmm. But when he defeated Mark Antony, that was it. And then he toured the region letting people know, uh, this is the new, this is the new deal, right? Extending his dominion. Mm. And that was the era actually his, historically kind of interesting that Herod, Herod the great, when Jesus was born, Herod the great was a, a, an ally with Mark Antony mm. and, uh, Augustus knew that. And he came to him and he said, Hey, Haas, <laughs> <laughs> you, you were on the wrong team and lost. And historically, it's recorded that uh, Herod the Great said, yes, and as I was loyal to Mark Antony, I will be loyal to you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, played the game and stayed alive. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Now, that's dominion, the execution of dominion, and the exercise and the extension of dominion with muscle. And that's what mm-hmm. Rome was about, right? Mm-hmm. Rome was about crucifying them. Jesus was about love them. Mm-hmm. And so I think as we as we go... We can think about how can I extend, reflect. I feel like earlier in this year, I taught a quick series about being an image bearer and just reflecting. Like our, our call, our, our humanity call is to reflect his glory and image mm-hmm. and then the glory that we have to him. It's just like a just like a mirror reflecting it. both ways. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Putting ourselves in those spots to be able to do that
2: there there was There was one story that I wanted to mention on Sunday that I didn't get to, but um I think I think Josh mentioned it when he was talk when he spoke on Sunday. He talked about being um a magnet and not a repellent, or maybe it was Melinda I couldn't remember, but being a magnet rather than a repellent um, of when you say reflecting his image, I mean, it draws people, right. And sometimes we get that image a little, some, some get the image a little wrong, and sometimes it's more of a repellent, like a stiff arm. Yeah. Um, but there was a story of uh, this, I think just ex- to explain how capable those that are listening and we are, is that uh, there was one time Carly, we were all standing in our, in our kitchen, or our dining room, which is, uh, there's windows, that looks directly towards Sugar Studio and a bus stop just right there, and um, Carly, we were, I don't know, I don't even think we were talking about anything. What were we?
4: We had just gotten home yeah. and got out of the car, walked inside, and Carly saw a man sitting on the bus stop bench. Yes. And she said, I want to take him an apple. Yeah, she was just like, I feel like, nowhere. We I want to take an apple yet. to him. I was <laughs> like, okay, Deli, go ahead, take her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: well, I was like, go ahead, Carly. And she was like, no, I'm afraid. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I am was kidding. I'm, I'll walk I'll with, you. with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> We walk out there and uh Carly has an apple in her hand. This dude's sitting on the bus stop, and she's like, Here, uh, I felt like I wanted to give you this apple to this this gentleman sitting on the bus stop. And, you know, and he was like, Oh, okay. You know, like kind of like <laughs> just weird weirded out by us, you know? <laughs> yeah. And and he was he grabbed the apple and held on to it, and and I and we kind of stood there for a second. <laughs> and I was like, uh, are you coming home from work? You know, I was just, you know, are you coming from work? Are you going to work or something? He's like, he's like, No, nah, I'm, you know, heading, heading back to, you know, where I live and stuff. And he's like, okay, cool. And I was like, well, um, you know, we, we go to church right over there at that building, you know, and, uh, if you ever, you know, want to come by sometime or something, uh, you know, it's just an invitation to come. And, and then, and my daughter just, her name's Carly and I'm Deli and, we just wanted to give you that apple. Is really all it was, and then we walked away. <laughs> Clearly, that was it. That was the that was the, the whole thing. And sure enough, the next yeah. week, yeah. he showed up at Christway, Yeah. and he came every single like day, every every single Sunday. Week after that, for for I don't know, maybe a year. I don't know, maybe a little less than a year, and months uh, and months until he moved. Yeah, yeah, and then he. <laughs> then he rode his bike on, bike on a bicycle. Rode his bicycle because he was moving because he was rekindling this relationship with his daughter yep. in Evansville. Rode his bike from Terre Haute. Those are listening, <laughs> Evansville, which is three hours away, and just happened to be at a McDonald's. Three hours away by bike. By bike, yeah. Just happened to be at McDonald's in some random place along the yep. way. Was yep. it Vincent's? Yep. Yeah, Vincent's. That's ran, pretty fast. That's into... like a hundred miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ran into somebody who was the father of somebody who attends Christway. Yep. Started to co- have a conversation. Wow. Yep. Joe's, Joe's and, dad. Yeah. And this, and this guy, his name was Gordon. And he said, Yeah, I, I'm rekindling this relationship. And I love Terre Haute. The best thing about it was Christway Church that changed my life and started to just, just he just started to explain all these things that were happening to him because of this interaction with Christway. <laughs> Inadvertently happened because of Carly handing of him an apple because well, she yeah. felt the nudge to. That's the only reason it happened. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like that is why it happened. <laughs> <laughs> no Carly, no, no Gordon at church. No rekindling possibly of his, sure. of his relationship with his daughter. Yeah,
2: you yeah. know? And so I just think that was uh so amazing. And he would make these little things and hand them out to People at church sometimes and
4: cross stitch crosses. Yeah, he cross stitched stuff, (laughs) and it was yeah.
2: So it was very cool to see that. Um, Again, just from that one little uh, (laughs) childlike boldness and faith to follow this nudge, and that kind of calls us ourselves. You talked about like sometimes that boldness doesn't come out of us, and because of fear is what I kind of mentioned on Sunday. Sometimes that fear blocks us. But perfect love casts out fear, right? Like perfect love casts out fear. His perfect love that's dwelling inside of us, it can cast that out and allow us to be a little vulnerable, be within hugging reach, um, maybe be maybe be rejected
0: sometimes. But, well this yeah. writing from Paul, he said take take it on the chin, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know. This is I heard someone recently we were chatting about some missional stuff and they said I guess it was maybe it was a podcast I was listening to. They said, uh like our call is to be in fellowship with the sufferings of Christ. I'm pretty sure that was the, pretty sure that's bullet one, you know. <laughs> Come and follow me and join in my sufferings. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we find that, okay, there are sufferings, but uh, you get to be with him. Yeah. And we get to walk with the Lord and that, mm-hmm. that walk and that community and communion with him. And that's mm-hmm. the deal. Like yeah. any great relationship, mm-hmm. you don't care. You eat ramen noodles and sleep on a cot and ride a bike to work, whatever. But if you're with your people, they're the right, they're your right people. Man, that's mm-hmm. it's deeply meaningful.
3: Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. that's to the point of like we are to say that everybody that is a follower of Christ is capable to live missionally. Is like it is easier than it sounds. It's as easy as handing somebody an apple and not knowing what next word is going to come out of your mouth. Um, As easy as just like noticing somebody's small talk, you know, words that they're saying in the small talk, like, oh, just moved, just got a new job. You mentioned a few cues, Andy, on Sunday. Yeah. Um, And just taking it, I guess, to the next question, like, so what? I don't know, Emma asked you a question, What's what was going on with you in that moment or something like that? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's that little invitation to just go a little deeper, to pause, to be interrupted, <laughs> maybe interrupting your meal <laughs> or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, interrupting the next errand that you have to run. But it can be so impactful that it can, I mean, it can alter someone's trajectory <laughs> for that day forward the next year.
0: I was in a meeting with someone today, uh, kind of spontaneously, they showed up, and uh, they were less than 24 hours back from a month in Croatia. Uh, I know how to spell Croatia, and that is about as far as it goes, right? I don't know much about Croatia, uh, but three of us were sitting there, and she was sharing some of this stuff, and she said, I want to buy property there. Okay? Mm-hmm. Not what I thought you would say. That wouldn't have been my guess on 100 guesses, huh. right? that I want to buy property there. And then she went on to explain. She said, it's like America in the 70s. Again, intrigued, you know. <laughs> uh, but she said, it's like America in the 70s where, you know, people talk to you and you knew people. And you took time for them and you paused. And she said, I dropped a $10 Euro bill or whatever she referenced. And, and someone reached down and I didn't see it. They picked up and hey, go, hey, you dropped this as yours, you know. That." was impactful to her. I figure when you can spend a month in Croatia, $10 is not a big deal, you know, <laughs> but meaningful, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the stuff it we need to write. If you wrote a book about that story, mm-hmm. it's not about the
3: apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just,
0: that's just the means, right? Mm-hmm. So the longing and there, this conversation didn't have, I don't know if it had even a residue of mission, spirituality, any kind of thing—it wasn't that wasn't the context at all. Mm. We were talking about medically assisted treatment, right? I mean, it was a completely different world. Mm. But need for connection, mm. and value around community, mm-hmm. and accessibility, yeah. and just how uh, you pause and you think, "What a, I want to buy property there? Hmm. Why? You, you? What do you mean? You don't mean you mean you want to buy property in Brazil? No, no, no. I mean." Like halfway around the world, i want to <laughs> buy property there. That would get you to buy property there, a friendly community? Mm. Huh. Maybe when we think about churches that are not growing or struggling or stagnating, or something, I don't know, I don't want to be silly or offensive or simplistic, but being nice goes a long way. And not just being nice for marketing, this isn't a date where I'm trying to woo you, right? When you, I mean, we, we know the difference. And to love someone because you love them. You actually love them. Mm-hmm. Um, at Next Step, we, we tell people that. They, they, they say, this place is different and we don't know why. And, and I said, well, I, I don't know about any of places at all. And I surely we're not the only people that care about you. I mean, I'm saying that either. But what I am saying that I do know is that we actually do love you. Mm-hmm. We actually do love you. We care about you. You're important to us. And when we say we love you, we mean we actually love you. Mm. Right? So I can't speak to anybody else. N- don't even want to be, even take a shot at it, not being disparaging. All I can say is we actually value you here. But not because you're here, but because you're you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Just value you. Yeah. And then I think what happens in that, that's that's. Altruism is that selfless God love, right? And so it's so altruistic that people can then come into this space. I don't know if you've heard it. I hear it every once in a while with the populations that I get the privilege to serve. That they're like, "All right, well, what's the angle? All right, you <laughs> yeah, love. What's the angle? Out. What's the angle? Yeah, everybody's got. Somebody told me everybody's got an angle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I mean, probably almost everybody's got an angle, probably, but. Unless, unless wanting the best for you is an angle. Yeah. We just want the best for you. We just want to be happy and fulfilled and... Healthy. Healthy, yeah. yeah. That's what we say. We're not
1: just going for sober only. We're going for healthy. Yeah, I came that you have life and have life abundantly.
0: Yes. That's so my agenda for you. Well, that's this whole place. Salvation right. and freedom are not the same, yep. right? So we want you to be saved, but it's not like, okay, you're saved, and now that you're saved, we'll go to the next person. Hmm. No, no, no. We want you to be free. We want you to walk in redemption. If it was salvation, that that mural out there would be three steps, and in fact, it would only be two because we would take learning about our church. We would take that out, yeah, <laughs> and we'd have attendance and salvation. We are the two-step deal, yep. except that's not what we value. Yeah, we want you to go all the way through giving and serving, and replicating
1: yourself. Yeah, the whole that's the whole piece of leadership. Yeah, yeah, that's all, and that's, I feel like that's all in the. Mes- message of the gospel, mm-hmm. right? That's all part of what Jesus was about, and it's such a blessing to review that and to ourselves and to each other and to the guy on the street and to the person who's interrupting you and the child who is who cares what their agenda is. They're um, they're a blessing that they're interrupting me, mm-hmm. and so if it's hey dad, I want to. Apple to take to the guy on this, I'm busy. <laughs> I mean, how, <laughs> yeah. that's what, okay, well, 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 how no, close I, most, could I have been to saying I'm busy, and w- don't worry about that right now. And probably the most common response would be, that would
0: cause you to be far too vulnerable, baby girl. Yeah. Because <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, right? that was how long ago? That, that was, was a
0: few years ago. Three, couple, yeah, three years, years, years ago, ago, probably, Yeah. You know, so she
3: was
0: 10 years, ten. Ten years old. yeah. yeah. And you know what to that to that end for you to go. Yeah, go ahead and take it out there. Mm-hmm. That might have been too vulnerable. <laughs> but we can go together, yeah, right? I mean, this it. is a Jesus didn't send him out one at a time. He didn't. No. Clearly 2 by 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He seemed to know what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I I mentioned it Sunday and I kind of joke about it. And you know, you can do a little stand-up comedy on it really, but Jesus invites himself to have lunch at the house of Zacchaeus Mm -hmm. and that's all he says is I want to have lunch with you today and the man does a conversion on the spot Mm -hmm. that's powerful Mm -hmm. all he said is I want to have lunch with you Mm -hmm. Uh, okay my response to that is half my goods I give to the poor and if I've stolen I'll return fourfold (laughs) what that isn't bizarre you couldn't make that up that is bizarre there is no linear connection between those two that makes any sense Mm. Except that man was ostracized by his people. He was uh, segregated and put to the edge as a Jewish tax collector. Hated. And then what I love, Jesus goes to the steps of his house. And he, th- this is the place that Jesus says the Son of Man came to seek and save that which was lost, yeah. from the porch <laughs> of Zacchaeus' house. That's where he says it. Yep. And he goes through that whole thing. And he says, today salvation's come to your house. That is so good. Mm. It, not, it not just accepted, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. given belonging and community and sets with him.
4: And when, for how many people think that maybe I don't have anything to give somebody, like that story with Zacchaeus, Jesus interrupted this man's life. And for Jeremy or Deli or any of us, um, if you were to interrupt somebody's life and say, I am interested in you, like I want to get to know you, I want to learn about your life. How how many people would take that and think, "Oh my gosh, somebody like cares about me." It
0: happened yesterday.
4: Yeah, with you and it your happened life. yesterday.
0: <laughs> I I mm-hmm. met I met Sam. Uh, he picked the place and we met for lunch. And he rode his bike there uh, and uh, met him met him there. And I met you there. He you rode your bike. I'm meeting guys that ride their bikes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Deli and I did that today. So Sam rides his bike to Subway and we sat and ate. And he sat down, and we already we sat down. And he said, so, man, like, why me? Like, why why did you reach out to me? Because I yeah. saw you once. 18. That's <laughs> one thing. Yeah. When I see you another time, and then you walk past me, and there's this thing here. And I said, I just want to hear your story, buddy. He, he said, I'm a talker. And he gave me the story. <laughs> Detail, color. And uh, what a great, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's 18, but what a great kid. What a great kid with Mm -hmm. bumpy stuff. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And we chatted through all that too, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think also trusting that you're the person to be there. Mm -hmm. Like I've sat with so many teenagers in challenging positions. I've been blessed to be able to be invited professionally or personally into those settings that you develop an ear, <laughs> you know, like I can hear a statement and I'm like, ah, uh, okay. Unpack that one for me a little bit. Right. And, and we had this, and it, at several points through the conversation, it was really funny. He goes, Oh, okay. So I guess we're going there. He's, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even ask him a question. He was just talking. And from his own talking, he hit a top and he goes, okay, well, I guess I'm going to tell you that too. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, at the end, and we, I bet it wasn't even an hour, 45 minutes, 50 minutes. And, uh, just a, pleasant conversation. He has some beautiful goals. You could set with him clearly articulate and smart and talented and probably gets in his own way a time or two as well, as I did when I was that age and so many others. Right. Mm -hmm. And I said, man, we just want to support you, dude. You know, what kind of things? And he mentioned a couple things. I said, okay, I didn't have those in my pocket, but I'm like, okay, we'll stay in touch. Uh, and I intend to, right? Because I don't think I'm the one that's orchestrating this. And that's why I said to him, I'm like, seeing you once is one thing, seeing you that second time, another yeah. thing. And then he actually passed me, which made it a third time at that particular event. And I, I said, there's something going on in this space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was pleasant. And it, it, like, I, I'm, I'm not paying his way to college.
1: Yet, anyway, I don't know. <laughs> not doing that. And I got that prompt yet.
0: Well, not that. I yeah. just we just do the next thing mm-hmm. in the recovery world. And I guess this is true in a lot of different things, but they say just do the next right thing. And we talk about mission. Well, what if, what after that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just do the next thing. <laughs> has to do. Take the apple, and Jesus told people right. When we start digging around in this, we really get to see what Jesus taught people. Mm-hmm. He said, "Take no thought for anything that you're going to say." He told him, "Don't don't try to work it all out. Mm-hmm. Just go, and the Holy Spirit will give you the words to say." Mm-hmm. And I'll also add, and if there are no words, that might be the thing too. Like, there's just here you go. Here's the apple. Uh, Why give me that? I don't know. Do you have anything to say? Mm, I'm mm-hmm. not getting anything. No, just <laughs> give the apple. Right, Because some people could be so cranked up that like, again, you're giving me the apple to what?
3: Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's just take the next step, Mm. the next right thing. Don't worry about that stuff.
4: Mm -hmm. I think a prayer is like, well, because you can put yourself in a situation like that. Invite somebody out for lunch or coffee because you're like, I've got the love of Christ in me. I want to get to know you. I'm interested in you as a person. I think you have amazing value that you might not realize you have or whatever. And then you're there and it's like, okay, what now? We're not really hitting off. I don't know. Or maybe something brought, uh, got brought up that's uncomfortable. And the prayer, I feel like is just in that moment, it's the, the hard part is you pause and you're like, uh, Jesus, I need your heart <laughs> or something, you know, and just that's, why is it so hard to get there? Or for me, it is. Mm -hmm. It's like, we just kind of want to do it ourselves or let it be so natural. Um, but it really does. It's like, it gets hard. And then it's like, Jesus, I give me your heart. I need your love for this person or whatever it is.
0: Would you be willing to pray that over us on the way out today as we close? (laughs) Just praying that into people's hearts. Absolutely. That'd be wonderful.
4: All right. Um, Father, thank you for this conversation today. Um, For us at this table and everyone that's listening, uh, give us your heart, Jesus, for people around us. Um, We need your love to overflow out of us. We need to know that we are loved by you first, um, and then we can love others. So we pray for um, individuals, Um, singles, married people, and families with children um, to all um, have a vision of who they can be interested in for your sake um, as we are going to see people and notice, um, because we have your heart. Mm -hmm. So thank you for giving us your spirit and your heart and your love, and we pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 And the prayer is that uh, we, uh, I don't think we have to convince God on this one. <laughs>
3: right?
0: Uh, when, once we start listening, once we start dialing in, we'll start getting those downloads. Yeah. And then uh, y- you just learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. And I might say that I've done it a long time, right? So I'm the oldest one around the table today and I've been doing this a long time. I have to rely on the Lord mm-hmm. to not act like i know exactly what's going on
3: mm-hmm.
0: even though i might guess accurately
3: yeah.
0: i have to pause and go okay it's this is, this thing is the last couple of days this is another deal mm-hmm. right so i want to lean into you, lord show me your ways if you want to take a right turn when i thought it would be a left okay always listening yeah thank you everyone for listening uh with us today uh it's been fun to be around the table with you guys thanks mm-hmm. for that right. for investing it's good and I uh, hope you can pick up if you haven't heard the last four weeks of our Get Outside of Yourself series. Uh, it's been on mission and what we call engagement around here. The next few weeks, we'll talk about uh, giving. And so we hope you can be a part of that with us. Thanks again for joining us today. Take care.